confused. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. I'm Jay. And guys and girls, this week we will be talking about Suicide Squad. So the Suicide Squad. Yeah, the newest rendition and iteration of the movie. Uh, This time featuring some big name actors and actresses. And one we couldn't see the whole movie. Yeah, I know. It was weird. He had a toilet seat for a head. Um, But yeah, Jay, I know this is something you really wanted to talk about, so let's dive in. Uh, Come on, Jay. Don't make us torture it out of you. I... What did you think of the movie? Give me something. I like the movie. I'm still a little mad about our previous conversation of you assholes calling me weasel. You're what what about like you're a Sith weasel? No. Sweezel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a step above Spiegel. <laughs> and Harrier. <laughs> I hate you guys. Jay, are you a Harry Schmeagle? I hate you guys. It just sounds dirty. That does Jay, actually. Jay, you're a crispy critter right now. <laughs> Weasel almost was a crispy critter. <laughs> Weasel got fucked up. So can yeah. we just establish that apparently uh, there's rumors that he's getting like his own like series eventually, and that's why the first post credit scene was like him getting up and running away is because they want him like. And I don't know how much you can do. The only thing we know about him is that apparently he killed 27 children. <laughs> Like literally. Wait, so is that his superpower? <laughs> just kills children? Because does that make Anakin a fucking like superhero as well? I'm not even gonna lie. Super like, villain. I, I don't oh. know much about Weasel, like from the comics. The only weasel I that know. I really know of is like Deadpool's Weasel, and he's just an arms dealer. But but like literally the only thing that we learned in this movie about him was he can't swim. <laughs> yeah, very obvious. <laughs> and that he killed 27 children. Like, and he's obviously not a werewolf. Like, also, can we talk about that? So they they deadpooled this fucking shit from from the jump. They gave you like the buildup of the team, all the people with some cool ass powers, and then straight murdered all of them. Right. And I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the only one that I was really like mad about, like I knew anybody was on the chopping block, like going into that. James Gunn said multiple times, like don't get attached to anybody. And I mean, you know, eventually Rick Flag dies. Like the main. People, I was sad than, Rick died. Yeah, don't worry, we'll get there. But like when I went Boomer, when they killed all Boomer, I was like that early. Like good for him for coming back, knowing that that's what was gonna happen. Because yeah. I can't say that I would have been a big enough man to do that. No, I, I absolutely been. agree. Like, there's was, was an interesting move. I think because I mean, he was my favorite part of the original movie. Like, I don't know, just his comedy that he has, like, it just plays off. Of, like, don't get me wrong though, like the dry humor between Peacemaker and uh, Bloodsport, and then you know you got King Shark, who I feel I don't know. For me, the CW Flash King Shark is still my favorite one. So I. But Sylvester Stallone, kudos to him, did a good job. So let me first say I do love the CW's King Shark better. Like, he is just a a better all-around King Shark. Now, again, you're a DC guy, so you can give me the the ifs, ands, and buts about this. But 
is his origin story he was the marine biologist who became a shark via an experiment or is he this shark god that they're talking about in suicide squad so he's actually not even a flash villain he originally was a superboy villain so i believe there's obviously you know like there's a new 52s there's multiverse like there's a ton of stories so i'm pretty sure both of them stories are canon just from different universes okay. if i'm not mistaken and that's fine and and then i mean i guess very well they could be in different universes when you know right. regard but yeah i was just curious about that because i liked the fact that it was like a marine biologist you know said sadly it doesn't work like spider-man you don't get bit by a shark and become a shark person because you just die but right like i mean i guess most you're thinking similar to like man bat origin yeah so like he became shark and like but was super intelligent which was the thing that was confusing for me in this one. Cause I was like, I always thought King shark was really smart, but like couldn't necessarily articulate because it was a fucking shark. Right. But that's just me, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I liked the movie overall. Like, you know, here's my spotlight time to give the opinion on it. I thought it was good. I thought it could have been better, but I'm a huge Idris Elba fan and he fucking killed it. Like him alone made it a decent fucking spot. Jay, what are you making faces for? Shut up. I thought he played a decent character. Um, I think Mark and I had talked previously. He was supposed to be Slade Wilson, but I think that Bloodsport was a solid second option. I also liked the fact that you said there was the sort of that dry humor between him and John Cena. And I thought it was hilarious that the intro for both of them was the exact same. Like, yeah. come from a broken home, parents are dead, best at what they do. He's like, I just do it better. And that's literally like what he says. Like, if this team is like everyone has special skills, why does he do the same exact stuff I do? <laughs> I also liked how he used the smaller bullet in the end, which was the big joke from the beginning. He's like, I would do it, but smaller, so my bullet would go through your bullet. Yeah, oh god, who I don't know who I think one of my favorite ones obviously would be probably like King Shark. I mean, let's be honest, he stole the movie. Yes, but, Polka Dot Man and oh, Polka Dot Man was super underrated going into this movie. Like, I feel like people don't even like re- like everyone had the same reaction as John Cena. They're like, he shoots po- polka dots at people. They're like, they's like, holy shit, he shoots polka dots at people. Like, yeah. Well, so and I his think mom, it, his yeah. mom definitely stole oh, the god, shit. That was fucking hilarious. Especially when it was Starro. Which, I see my favorite one is when he first admits it and like you see it for the first time in the club and even the rat has like the glasses and everything. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, if I were to give anybody a spinoff, it would probably be him. You know, I, I obviously he died. So for he any would of love you to do one. Yeah. So if, if none of you have seen it, he did. Uh, but he is what I can't even I don't even know the actor's name off the top of my head, but he has been in like every DC show movie. Like he has played so many different characters. He He's is been in Flash, Gotham. He voiced Counter Man in the Long Night cartoon that just came out. He was in now Suicide Squad, and there's one more, and I forget what it is. But I mean, he is he is DC's fucking key to the multiverse. Like the man is multi talented, obviously multifaceted. He has a range of character. Like, I, I like it. It's awesome. I think it's huge. Would you hear the whole story about polka dot cat? No, but I'm I'm here for it. I'd like to see a polka dot cat too. 
No, yeah. So no, on the set, he found a stray cat. Oh, and well, the wardrobe designer literally like made it a polka dot man suit. So like, <laughs> but, I'm here for it. But Jay, well, you, let's get back to Rick Flag. So, what, how did you like Rick in this movie compared to like the original one? Because he, I feel like he was a different character. Yeah, he wasn't so uptight and. Like he kind of like, but he also didn't have his love interest anymore, which was kind of his whole thing in the last movie, which was weird and kind of annoyed me. But besides the point, right? But now you can feel like he's actually like he has human. like actual human feelings towards like the villains. Like originally, it's like you guys are villains. Like that's cut and dry. Like I feel like now he sees a lot more the gray area in between. Yeah, he was. I don't know. I liked him. I was sad when he died. Sorry if I, I spoil this for people. Uh, he makes me. No, don't worry. We came out of the gate saying pretty much everyone was dead. And in all fairness, the guns already said, don't get attached to anybody. So that was. I know, but I, it killed me in the beginning when I thought they all died. And I was like, son of a bitch. So who did you guys want to see more of that died in like the original beach strike? Because there were some new, a lot of new characters in there. Okay. So who did. Who did you want to see more of? Um, hmm. Pete Davidson's character, because I feel like that would just be funny. He was, yes. He was hilarious. Pete Davidson's just funny in general, so I'm about it. Well, it's actually funny because his, that character, I can't think of the name right now, but <laughs> he plays him so accurately because his whole thing is that literally he just has like, a super low IQ. So like he's not making jokes when he's like, what kind of dog is that? And Boomer's like, what kind of dog? Have you ever seen like that? And he's like, oh, well, what's your name? He's like, oh, all names are letters, dickhead. Like, <laughs> like he's not making jokes. Like he's legitimately asking these questions and they think like he's that stupid. It's that black, they Blackguard is, is his character. Blackguard. Yeah, I, what's his like actual name though? Because it's hysterical. Like the character, not Pete Davidson. Like I know Pete Davidson, but Blackguard's name. Oh my god! I don't honestly don't even know. It doesn't. So I'm looking it up now. I don't see it. It's it's hysterical. But I think Blackguard would have been a great um, a great character to kind of get more of. Well, so I kind of like Savant. Obviously, they, they sort of gave us the introduction to him. He was super cool. Like, obviously, I, you know, I don't know his, his comic origin, but I thought it was pretty cool that he was, like, wildly accurate. He's like, kind of like a bullseye or a Hawkeye. So, not, I, not to cut you off, but Blackguard's name, that's what it was. It's Richard Hertz, but he goes by Richard. Dick Hertz. <laughs> and literally, that's his whole thing. Is His whole shtick is just that he's a fucking idiot. Who yep. can shoot well. Right, yeah. No, he's literally just a dumb dead shot, right, basically. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. For me, there was, I mean, you had, you had DK. TDK, the, the TDK, detachable kid. The detachable kid. How, oh, God, dude, that part caught me so off guard because, like, he takes his arms off, like, they're going in. And you're like, okay, he's gonna do something cool. And he just starts like smacking people. Slap it. <laughs> just he's like just slapping their home, and they're like, 
they're just bothered. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I, I again, I, I feel like a lot of this because it was a, a James Gunn movie was a decent bit of comedy with a good bit of like action and, and adventure. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm a big Marvel fan. He comes from the Marvel universe, so like, I'm cool with it. And they basically just drug over a bunch of Marvel people to fucking act in this. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy cast minus, like, the main Guardians. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, what did you guys think of Daniela Mel- uh, Melcher, I think her name is? The Rat, rat, rat catcher. catcher. I thought she did. So I thought good. she did really well. Dude, I want her to see, like, a le- be, like, a legitimate power play villain in the DCEU. Like, after seeing what she can actually do with rats and... They say that rats outnumber humans in the world by like Absolutely. seven and a half times. Like literally she could just murder the entire Justice League with fucking rodents. Yeah. She could murder pretty much everyone. She could murder the whole fucking world with rodents. But like that's the coolest thing is she's like she has a decent bit of humanity left in her. You know, she has her she's living in her, the shadow of her father. She's tr- like they literally fucking make fun of that. Like you're rat catcher too. Right. And obviously we, we understand what happened and like her father was a, a drug addict and, and this, that, and the other. And like, I thought her story was probably like the deepest. I'm glad and that it, you said that. So what do you guys think of Peacemaker being the one that's going to get the spinoff? That's some bullshit. So, yeah, I'm kind of with Jay. I'm against it for the fact that he was a dickhead. But... He's evil, and that's what villains do. He will kill women, men, and children to get peace, and he doesn't care how many. Goddamn right. But see, for me, like I get James Gunn's why he wants to do it because he said that he feels Peacemaker was the only character who kind of didn't get like an end to his story arc. Like he's stayed the same throughout. And for me, like, I understand that, and I'm like, okay, and I want to see, like, where they take it, but I would rather see Bloodsport, like, oh, absolutely. On. how are you going to drop, oh, yeah, he's he's in prison because he hospitalized Superman, and then you're not going to do anything big with him, as far as I know, anything else big with him, but did you guys, have, have you guys heard about who the original leader, like, was wanted to be that was left on the cutting room floor? No. Of the Suicide Squad now. So originally, James Gunn wanted Deathstroke. Okay, yeah, I mentioned that like a few minutes ago. But I, and I think that would have been good, but I think due to Deathstroke's growing popularity, it, he would have stole the show a little too, too much. See, I think he could, but I also think Joe Manganiello... Joe Manganiello? I always say yeah. his first name wrong. It's Joe, right? right. Yeah. 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 I feel like he's one of those actors where, like, he knows how to not steal the show. Oh, you know I don't I mean, mean like, like the, the actor like I, himself. No, I know what you mean. Like, the character would overshadow everybody else. And I get that, too. But also, like, I feel like Deathstroke's just one of those characters. I mean, in the comics, like, he's led the Suicide Squad multiple times. And, like, it would be a good moral compass character for him versus, like, a peacemaker, for example. Sure. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't like John Cena at all, ever. So, like, he was funny in this movie, and like, not even in the Fast Nine, dude. I stopped watching the Fast and Furious movies like at like six. 
Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the latest one yet either. But for me, I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. And I just, I don't know. We'll see what comes with the Peacemaker show or animated movie or whatever it's supposed to be. But I really want to see them do more with like the Suicide Squad now, like with the Justice League. Like there's so many things on DC you can do. You could have the Injustice League. You'd have the Justice League. You could have, um, what's the other one? Uh, Is it the Legion of Doom? Oh yeah, it's like the OG. Yeah, like you could do the Legion of Doom. Like you're already setting up all these characters. You already have a Lex Luthor. You already have the Joker. It's not going to be a Flash movie coming out. You could do um, Gorilla Grodd. Like, you could do these characters. You already have Black Mantis, who's coming back in Aquaman, too. Like, you could create this Injustice League, and you could really start building a universe and not just, like, do, like, one shot here, there, here, there, here, there. So, Mark, as a DC person, and Jay, you know, I guess this question goes out to you as well. DC's movies as of, you know, late, we'll say late. And I mean, just like mostly in the past we'll say eight years. years, eight years or so have been like dark. And I don't mean dark in the regards of like they're gruesome or gory. I mean, like just physically dark. Right. So how did you feel about this in comparison? So, I mean, the tone itself being darker, like that's just how dc is like dc are grittier comics than marvel marvel's a lot more light humored a lot more oh no i just meant like, like as far as like the, the coloration of the screen like you look no, at like, that's batman, what that's what i'm saying yeah, say batman v yeah. superman is just fucking like i had to fucking turn the brightness up on my damn tv to watch that shit right and see for me like i get that but that's also a lot of like just uh what you call it like the directors um yeah like that's more of the director thing not necessarily plus i mean as far as i know it's more on wb like sure. clearly if you watch joss whedon's movie i'm not even going to call it the justice league it's just joss whedon's movie and then you watch the snyder cut like it's leaps and bounds oh absolutely of a difference different. so i blame a lot of why people don't like the dc on wb more than like yes they're dark and all that but like it doesn't take away from like the storylines. Like if you watch the ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman, like you can pause it at, at least five different locations. And it's literally a panel pulled straight out of like the dark Knight returns comic strip. Sure. So like, Oh no, the I, imagery I is there well. that I, yeah, they, yeah. They do super well with being comic accurate. That's something that Marvel has kind of taken a Liberty with when they're like, we can write it however the fuck we want because it's multiverse. Right, and you can't do shit about it, and like that's cool. I'm cool with that. Whatever, like have fun. There have been so many video games and and movies and TV shows or whatever, like, and everything's canon because it's multiversal. So whatever. But I think you know I'm excited that DC is sort of starting to step their shit up. We've had that conversation before that like it's been a tough. Marvel's a tough act to follow. Like the easiest way to put it, Marvel is hard to follow. They're right. a fucking idea machine churning out shit, damn near weekly. At this point, like, fuck, how much more phase four shit do we have this year alone? We got uh, Shang-Chi's coming out, Spider-Man's coming out, Eternals, and that's just 2021. We haven't even touched foot in 2022. Hawkeye. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, we got Moon Knight. Like, we got a whole lot of shit coming down the pipeline. But that's besides the point. 
I'm just saying that they're finally starting to step their shit up. I'm excited to see what DC has to offer. Obviously, I've always loved their animated series and movies, but. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hope I see. I enjoy this kind of a tone, like the way that they, the way they did this one, the happy and upbeat. But like the thing is, like, you also got to play the movies to the characters and DC sure. just doesn't other than like the Flash. Really, they don't have any like jokesters out there. Like, I mean, God, Marvel alone, you have Iron Man, you have Deadpool, you have Spider-Man. Like, they're all just like Drax is funny without being funny. Like, like well, he's not even trying in the com- honestly in the comics, I don't even know if he's really like that like funny of a character. What, what like, about that, like Star Lord? Just, I mean, Star Lord's like a Star Lord's a smart ass, but that's what I'm saying. Like, see, DC, like Batman ain't cracking jokes. Superman, like, just is like a school yeah, like bully. witty one liners, yeah, right. But they're like he's funny, like Captain America's funny in the yeah. sense that Captain America's not funny. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah absolutely, it's funny like, without trying. Exactly, like he's just like oh, no I mean, language. Like, we haven't. I say we haven't seen a, a comic accurate Green Arrow. He would be funny. I mean, Stephen Amell honestly has done a great job, but I would love to see a silver screen Green Arrow story done correctly. Yes, I, I would kill for that. No, no uh, trust me, I'm no way taking anything away from Stephen Amell. He absolutely crushed it. Jay, I remember when you got me started on that show because I was watching The Flash and like. I just got hooked like episode one. It was over. I right, love it. It was, I think it was only good up until like season three, but I, I mean, it definitely got campy <laughs> as it got towards the end. But you know, that's neither here nor there. I think, right. and that, that does not detract from Stephen Amell's performance. Like he crushed that shit. Plus, the, yes. the crossovers were always fucking great. Exactly. And that's what I'm in for. And that's what I hope to get more of in the movies or crossovers. Like you're going to have two Batmans in this Flash movie. You're going to have. Only God knows what in the future. So, yeah, right. All right. Well, I mean, guys, I know there's not a ton to touch on with Suicide Squad other than the, you know, one big thing I wanted to point out was obviously Starro, who was the first big DC villain, was brought back for this, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, I guess before we wrap up, guys, on a scale of one to 10, hit me with a rating. I would say a solid eight and a half. There were definitely some parts that I really didn't like, but like you said, like I think DC, you're starting to see the light through the dark clouds. Like Steppenwolf wasn't as bad of a of a uh, a villain. Yeah, right. (laughs) But but I'm saying you had Steppenwolf, who is now an actual like I would say a good accredited villain. You have Darkseid, who like we're getting a little bit of. You have Starro now, who actually like. They gave a personality to a starfish. Like, you know how hard it is to do that? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's, I mean, and that was something, you know, that I think the Gun Brothers brought to life pretty well. Right. So I'm not saying that the Gun Brothers should stick with DC. They should probably play back and forth. But, you know, I'd be cool with seeing another Gun Brothers uh, DC movie. Jay, hit me with a fucking rating. Eight. Eight? Okay. And give me a reasoning. Because I I enjoyed the movie. There was some things you could fix, like, but they definitely did um, a decent enough job that I would definitely rewatch it again. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I would say rewatchability. I, I could 
probably see myself watching it again just to sort of catch some of the subtle nuances that I missed on the first go around. Uh, I'm going to give it like a 7.8. And that's because maybe I don't know DC well enough to appreciate all of the characters that were in it. I know, you know, I know of the characters that I know and I don't know what I don't know. But again, like I said, rewatchability, maybe I'll give it a higher score on the second go around. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I've got for this. I thought it was a decent enough movie. Uh, I can't say that about many DC movies, shy of like the, the Snyder Cut, the Batman trilogies and like the OG stuff. But all right, hey, Jay, what else you got when, for me? Well, you mean back when Batman had like nipples? This, Yeah, the suit with nipples. Like Bad that nipples. OG Batman or like that. I mean, Adam I think West, that OG, OG. Well, OG Adam West was a great Batman. Like I can't take that away from him. He was, you know, he sort of fucking set the precedence for everyone else. But uh, I, I used to watch that with my uncle like years and years and years ago. And he was the Batman that had the fucking the everything, anything. Yeah. Anything you need like in his utility belt or at the Batcave. Like I remember distinctly the one episode all the people got turned into dust. Like they were dehydrated and they had a person rehydrating machine, which like, <laughs> even as a child, I was like, that's a thing. What? I think like, how do you just have that? that? I think they made that up. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's false one. And two, like how the fuck did you just have that on hand? Like how He's big Batman. is that cave? Massive. Have you ever what? seen Wayne Manor? I've seen Wayne Manor. Imagine what the back cave is. It's completely under all of it. Yeah. Be also, huge. Yeah. Another another topic for another time. But uh how the fuck did he build the Batcave under Wayne Manor? Like he just dug out all of the important shit under Wayne Manor. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. But basically it was built on catacombs. Okay. All right, fair enough. So like and I mean there's a bunch of backstories just to go in real quick. The main one it was that his great grandparents or his grandparents or whoever used to help slaves during the Civil War and they would have like catacombs underneath there. They would kind of like tunnel them through. Okay. Okay. I'll give that. They didn't just like go digging one day. Like, Hey, let's do this. My thing is what contractor did they fucking hire? that kept his mouth shut. <laughs> they killed him. The one that's dead. Yeah. So Alfred, <laughs> Alfred murdered that dude. No yeah, Alfred is a psychopath enough. I, say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Alfred to murder some peeps. All right. Well, like I said, that's really all I have for the suicide squad. Go check it out if you haven't. And if you have, give it a rewatch. It's good. It's funny. It's got enough action to keep you busy for a little while. So, all right, guys. Mark, see what you got. Why me? Let's have Jay do it. <laughs> all right. Because, sorry, Jay, I, I love you, but uh, you didn't practice for this. <laughs> I don't practice for shit. Practice? We're talking about practice? I'm a franchise player. Is this the no. check, it, check us out on? Well, you can so, do that section. Yeah, you can do that. Go ahead, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. You can Buckle find up. us on all major social media sites like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. <laughs> we are on as well. You can find us on Twitter at SS Podcast 52. You can find us on Instagram, Instagram. and Facebook at Something Super Podcast. Jay is a valiant effort. Guys, we are on all of your major streaming apps. Like Jay said, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio at Twitter, SS Podcast 52. Don't worry. I will train him to do better, guys. As always, I'm Steve. I'm Mark.
I'm Jay. And we'll see you next week.